Uh, welcome in to another episode of Restaurant Hoppin'. Very, very special guest this week and one that I'm um, super excited about. Uh, he is a, teen, a senior team writer that covers the Nebraska football team for HuskerOnline.com. He's a Nebraska analyst for KETV. He is Nebraska's most tortured New York Giants fan. And most importantly, for the purposes of this conversation, he is a man who introduced me to the glorious pizza pot pie at Chicago Pizza and Oven, Oven Grinder Company in Chicago. Robin Washit, welcome to the show. It is an absolute pleasure to be part of this podcast. Thank you for having me, Daniel. Yes. Th- Daniel. Wow, we're going formal here. Normally, only my, <laughs> only my family calls me Daniel. So I guess you, you are kind of my family. Uh, I figure with the amount of times that like, we've been alone in a hotel room, I call you Daniel. <laughs> okay, so a little added context for first-time listeners here. Robin and I... Used to work. Used to work together at HuskerOnline.com, so we would uh, we'd go on road trips and cover Nebraska football games. So these are the hotel rooms that he's speaking of, not anything weird or yeah. anything yeah, like there that. There are pretty weird ideas there. You, know, no. you took like one minute into the podcast to send it off the rails, <laughs> and you didn't even mean to. That's I don't know whether I'm impressed or disgusted, hey, but you did a good job. You you know what you're getting yourself into. <laughs> So before we get started here, I, I want to, as part of your lead, and I, I mentioned that the pizza pot pie, just for a listener who has not experienced that gloriousness, can you just describe that a little bit? Okay, so first you got to set the tone of the whole restaurant. So it's this little tiny place um, in Chicago, the north side of Chicago. Yep. Yeah, in the north, north side of Chicago that um, I found. I think I was just like Googling like different places to go in Chicago, like before Big Ten Media one day, uh, days one year. And that popped up. And I think, I can't remember what, what food show did a thing on there. And I was like, wow, that thing looks really good. So you go there and it's uh, in the basement of this kind of real old building. And coincidentally, um, like the, the St. Valentine's Day or uh, massacre that happened in Chicago there, where there's that big shootout between Chicago gangsters and Chicago police. It was on that street, so it's kind of just got that like cool old timey vibe. So you walk in, and they don't take reservations, and they have zero like electronic cash uh, only programming as far as reservations. Yeah, and so there's the dude that like walks in, <laughs> or is like the the maitre d, so to speak, and he just says, "How many of your party? Give me a name." All right, he doesn't write your name down. He doesn't write down how many people in your party. He just remembers it. Mm-hmm. I just his brain, and so you kill time and there's always a wait there will always be a 30 to an hour if not more wait at that place because uh, it's so popular so when you finally get called you get sat in the tiny little booth um and they have this uh bread i can't remember the name of the bread but it's like this just like flat pizza ish dough doused with like garlic and seasoning mm-hmm. and then all this deliciousness uh and so you get you know carved up there and then you order, you know, there's other things on the menu, but you always order the pizza pot pie, as you mentioned, which essentially is um, exactly what it says. It's uh, a kind of a bread bowl, um, like top, with a that's kind of baked onto a dish that's filled with, you know, sauce and uh, sausage. If you want mushrooms, you can get mushrooms in there, and then they flip it over and pull the. The, the dish off and it basically is like a, a bread bowl pot pie type thing 
And it seems simple in concept, but the flavor is absolutely outstanding, and it is one of my favorite meals of all time, and certainly a go-to stop in Chicago. Of all the things I miss about working for Husker Online, (laughs) number one is hanging out with you. One B is having the pizza pot pie every year because there's the Big Ten Media Days trip, so that's a Husker Online tradition to go there every year and... Just, yeah. just like hearing yeah. you describe it and like getting all wistful and everything, that made brought a tear to my eye. I don't get to experience that anymore. Yeah, got to get out. To Chicago it's it's a full on experience because you know, like it's it's basically like you're going to a restaurant in like the 1940s, mm-hmm. like before they even took phone reservations and all that stuff. And so, like, you gotta like you gotta really invest your night into getting it. And so, there's all like there's a two hours of build up where you're either waiting around or you're sitting at the bar or whatever. And then finally you get to sit down and it is worth every minute. Yep. Yep. Okay. So we've got Nebraska basketball season opening. Now you are a radio professional. You go on a bunch of shows every week and you have talked about the basketball team. I imagine you have been asked just about every question there is about this team (laughs) So we're going to we're going to take a little bit different angle and go from the food aspect here when well, if people are coming into Lincoln for Nebraska basketball games and the scene has obviously changed, you know, with the rail yard and and Haymarket getting a little bit of upgrades in the last couple of years, but where should people be targeting to go before basketball games to to get a good meal? Yeah, so you know, the rail yard obviously is kind of built around the arena. And so, like, that's kind of the whole appeal of going to games, is, um, you know, especially compared to the Devaney Center, where there was nothing, nothing. around it <laughs> yeah. and it was in the middle of nowhere. Like, you're kind of in the heart of everything now. And so, uh, you know, obviously, you want to pick something that, you know, is just kind of across the street. And so, there are things that are close that are serviceable um but with that you know with that basketball crowd everybody's doing the same thing so mm-hmm. everything's really busy it's like you know real popular one mellow mushroom pizza across the street that place is always packed and it takes a long time to get your pizza and so if you're not there early that's not always the best route to go also um, very food's expensive really good, but it's 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 an investment but right. you know there's there's other places around there um, you know, Longwell is a popular place. I don't really go there for the food ever, but um, they they offer it. Uh, Gate twenty five. <laughs> it exists. The same way. <laughs> Strong endorsement <laughs> there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's fine. You know, it's, it's whatever. Like, you're not like really. You just worry about like putting substance in your stomach. To, uh, <laughs> they will give you calories. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you know, same thing. Gate twenty five is okay, but you know, I I don't necessarily like that place much either. Uh, some of the better places, like, it's, okay, so it depends on kind of what you're looking for. If you're looking for, like, a, a nice dinner, there's obviously stuff in the hay market um, that is good. So I think one of the best restaurants in the city, in my opinion, is The Oven. Amen. Uh, which is right there on the hay market. Preach, and brother. I know a lot of people are going to be, yeah, they're going to be a little scared off, I think, by Indian food if you haven't had it. Um, and it's different. I mean, there's a whole different spice element to it, but... There are pretty low-key things you can get on the menu that uh, are absolutely delicious, and you can get more and more adventurous as, as you go. But uh, that's in top of the list. There's another place, uh, Blue Orchid, mm-hmm. is a sneaky good place. It's like a Thai fusion place. 
that's right by the Grand Bands, so not too far away from the arena. A little bit of a walk, but not too far. Uh, that place is absolutely fantastic um, if, you, if you enjoy Thai food. Um, and like I said, they have some kind of different spins on you know Thai fusion cuisine that is really good. Um, but if you're looking for more, like you got you, know, you and like five dudes that are just gonna try and get like beer and wings. The end zone is always a staple. Yep. Um, their wings are, are sneaky good. Um, kind of got that sports bar vibe. Uh, really affordable, right next to the arena. Um, so that's that's a sneaky place to go if you don't want to go to the you know big corporate restaurants like the Longwells or whatever. Uh, end zone's a local spot that's been there forever. Uh, highly recommend that. Uh, Lead Belly is also a really good Lead place. Lead Belly is one of my um, favorites. Yeah, I, I highly vouch for their food. Uh, they have a good beer selection. Uh, if you're into the craft beer, uh, they usually have a rotating array of taps that uh, are seasonal that um, you know, give you give you a pretty good selection there. And Dan, I haven't had it yet, but I know you have taken on the full leather jacket uh, <laughs> and and uh, live to tell about it. Uh, the, the cinnamon roll doused cheese hamburger that is pretty kind of a, a monstrosity. It, uh, but they, they offer that. It's just clogged arteries. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah. So... Those are probably off the top of my head some of my favorite places um, as far as like game days concerned. So I mean, there's like nicer stuff like if you're mm-hmm. trying to make like a a date out of it with you and the wife or whatever. But uh, there's a group of guys, you know, it's kind of all the same. But I would tend to lean more towards some of the local spots. And so I like the end zone is up there. Um, Lead Belly, I definitely like that. And then if you if you need to, you can go to. Uh, there's just off location, those places right in the yellow yard, rail yard, or uh, venture out a little bit further. You know, there's there's brewskis and other billies is kind of sneaky good. Mm-hmm. If you like the the Cajun food, mm-hmm. um, you know, they have really good gumbo and stuff like that. They have a dad's beer night, if I remember, where it's like dollar like Schlitz and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, so if that ever pairs up with a home game, uh, you could really get some bang for your buck there. <laughs> that was an excellent breakdown, Robin. Um, I, I I agree with all your choices. Two that I would I add. Hopcat too. Hopcat. You just one. stole it that's, right that's out okay. of my mouth. Dang. But yeah, yes, Hopcat. Yeah, it's I like, I like Hopcat is usually packed before games. But I think what they have like 120 taps or something, and yeah. they constantly have new beers getting rotated in. So if that's your thing, you can try new stuff. And their fries are incredible. Which I just realized mm-hmm. recently, they changed the name. They used to be crack fries, and now they're called cosmic fries. So I guess they're worried about oh boy. being yeah, associated I'm sure they with drugs or someone. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. And then my 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 other one, and I bring this one up specifically because it's on the top of my mind. It's not really. It's getting more downtown, and especially when it's cold, like you don't want to be walking around. This one is worth the walk. Honest Abe's is just such good burgers. I just had it the other day. And oh, yeah, yeah, it like yeah. I it was Sarah's first time. My wife, she got exposed to Honest Abe's, and she just looked at me. She was like, "We've known each other for over two years, and you've never taken me here. What the heck is wrong with you?" <laughs> like I think she was actually angry with me, which is completely oh, under- as she should be completely understandable. I don't blame her. So excellent. I, I figured that would have been your choice for like a first date, and like <laughs> knowing, knowing you and Honest Abe's. I know. I uh, yeah, Honest Abe's is legit. Like if you're gonna go for a burger, like. Lead Belly is good, but Honest Dave's is on a different level. It's it is one of the it's the best in in the the city, and I don't know where it's stacked up with some of the Omaha places, but uh, it's got to be up there as some of the one of the better places in the state. 
I got you. Yeah, you're you're totally right. Okay, um, gonna stay on the basketball theme, but go in a little bit goofier direction here. And this is something I don't know if I should be proud of or not. But I I, I did a blog post a couple of years ago where I compared the last I think it was four or five Nebraska football coaches to their fast food restaurant doppelgangers. It was a totally stupid juvenile idea, which is a perfect brainchild for me. But it went over like gangbusters. Like so many people read that. I got more comments on that. And just like people coming up to me in the street and saying, hey, I read your article where you compared Tom Osborne to Chick-fil-A. I'm just like, I don't understand why. (laughs) But people liked that. So we've got Robin Washett on right now. I've got ideas on Nebraska's last... Four basketball coaches. I'm gonna I'm gonna run these by you. I told you I was gonna do this before, so I don't know if you actually prepared or not. You don't have to, because we're just having fun. But we're gonna start with Barry Collier. Okay. Don't I've got some. I, I Go don't ahead. I don't love this comparison. This is probably my least favorite of the four that I have. But I went with Mr. Goodsense because it's it's always there. It's pretty reliable, but it's rarely exciting like you know no one ever ever is like hey you know where we should go let's go to good sense and everybody's like yeah that sounds good like there's not a lot of innovation they're not really changing things up a lot it's just kind of like okay it's a good sandwich but you know it's not gonna really get your blood flowing so tell me how, how does that hit you does that sound about right or what did you come up with yeah that's a good one um so, I'm trying to think of like, so you're going to the last four basketball coaches? Yeah, so we're going to do Collier, let's, let's Sadler, go. Miles, and okay. then Hoiberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, Collier, yeah, I, I'd say something like, in that vein, like, it's got to be something that, you know, is just there, like, with, <laughs> if you're hungry, it's the only place, like, yeah. you, can, you can get something. Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, you know, I was saying about the... Uh, uh, Longwells. Uh, Longwells. Longwells. Yeah. <laughs> Man, there goes the Longwells yeah, if, if sponsorship like, for this podcast. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, uh, good sense is good. Uh, I would say, like a Hardee's. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I can't you know, tell like you the last time I went to Hardee's. It's fine. It's like never one that like you immediately think of, but, you know, it's there. It'll, it'll fill you up. And, can sometimes be surprisingly good depending on what you order. Yeah. Okay. So okay, we feel we feel good with Barry Collier. All right, Doc yeah. Sadler. Do you want to go or do you want to hear mine? <laughs> you go first. Okay. I'm going Taco Bell. Taco Bell. <laughs> everyone everyone likes Taco Bell. Even if you're too ashamed to admit it, you like Taco Bell because it's delicious. Everyone has warm, fuzzy memories about Taco Bell. And it's usually a pretty fun experience like when you're there and everything and you root for it and you want it to be good because it's Taco Bell. <laughs> but sometimes after you have Taco Bell, you end up not feeling so great and it's not ultimately the greatest experience ever, but you still go back to it because you like it and you want it to be good. And every time you convince yourself, I'm not going to feel terrible next time. <laughs> Good. You That's like good. that? That definitely fits the bill. That definitely fits the bill. Uh, Plus, I, I, I feel like Doc has probably I had think, Taco uh, Bell a few times. Yeah. 
<laughs> so I went with, uh, this is a regional chain that isn't here in Nebraska, so I don't know if it's going to hit some people. Uh, there's a place down south called Bojangles. Oh, yeah. And I was, <laughs> for one, it's just a wacky, zany southern name. So that's it, Doc. Uh, <laughs> you can just hear him too, saying like, Bojangles. <laughs> Bojangles. Yeah, it's just like good old fashioned greasy southern <laughs> chicken. You know, they like just, it makes you feel good. Kind of the same thing. Like you don't necessarily like feel that great about it afterwards, but uh, you know, it's it's something that you always come back to. Um, you know, and it's definitely got just that that southern comfort appeal. Right. That, uh, and you know, but I think more so, it's just it's just fun to say bojangles. <laughs> okay. Did you, did you have another one, or is is that it? That's, that's it. Okay. That's I, I, I didn't know if you had more. I, I like that, though. That's a good one. I like that you tied in the Southern theme there because Doc, he he, he just he had that Southern drawl so much. It still gets me like, and this is going way off topic, but when Doc was a coach and I was just a fan of the team, I wasn't covering it yet, I loved, I cannot explain why, but I loved Sec Henry, the basketball player, and it it made me laugh to no end that Doc always pronounced his name Sack. He called him Sack Henry. He he couldn't say Sack Henry, and it was like, I know you can say the word Sack. I don't know why you insist on calling him Sack, but he would not call him Sack. Anyway, well, come on, come on, Sack. And then, uh, he uh, he couldn't pronounce Brandon Ubell. Called him Brandon Ubell. Yeah, hey, we got Ubell. Oh man, oh that's good. Okay. Moving on. Tim Miles. This was a tough one. This one, I, I had a couple that came into my head and like I started kind of workshopping it in my head a little bit and I was like, ah, I don't know if that really works. I'm still not totally sure if this works, but I'm going to... I landed on Qdoba. Here's what I said. Okay. It's, it was exciting at first. It came in as a competitor to Chipotle. People were all excited about Chipotle. Then Qdoba shows up. But they got free queso and guac. And everybody's like, oh, okay. That's something interesting. And so, like, right out of the gates, as, you know, Nebraska making the NCAA tournament in Tim Miles' second year. Gosh, I'm getting old. I'm already forgetting. I think yeah, it was the second year. Second year. But, yeah, everyone got all excited. And they are like, yeah, this is going to be a good thing. And they just kept waiting for it to get better and better. But Qdoba didn't really get better and better, and now you know you've got so many of these fast, casual Mexican places. Chipotle is still easily the king. Qdoba never really challenged it, and it's kind of fallen behind. I actually did research for this and saw that Qdoba is like losing money; their sales are way down and everything, and it's kind of fallen on hard times, like a certain former Nebraska basketball coach. So, but it's like. But you still like Qdoba. Like, no one hates Qdoba, even though – and it's like Miles. Like, Tim Miles is not Nebraska's basketball coach anymore, but I don't think there are a whole lot of hard feelings between the fans and and Coach Miles. So that's kind of where I landed on that one. I'm not 100% sold on it, but that, that that's where I'm at. Yeah. No. That one's good. Um, I was going to go with In-N-Out. In-N-Out Burgers. Mm-hmm. For one, it's, it's, it's like kind of a, a niche thing that some people absolutely love and other people think are entirely overrated. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's, uh, you're, he definitely has a following, um, as you know, in and out. It's, it's one of those things where, you know, I mean, the, the food's okay. Like it, it has this, uh, you know, 
um, you know, real appeal to it because, you know, you can only get it so many places, uh, you know, and the fun vibe, like it's kind of got that like kind of 50 style diner type thing to it. And so it's unique and, you know, it's like different from everything. But in the end, you're kind of getting just an average burger. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> I think that's kind of a, a relatively fair comparison. Like it's, it's unique, uh, you know, it's different. It gets you excited. Uh, you know, but in the end, you know, there, there's some people that just don't, don't, don't see what all the hype's all about. Yeah. No, I, I think that's great, man. You went real national with this. I like this. We're hopefully exposing people to some new restaurants, some Bojangles, some In-N-Out. <laughs> Get people out. Yeah. The, the, yeah. And again, if you haven't been to any of those places, like this means absolutely nothing. Yeah. <laughs> a, ter- a terrible listen. You're but do- if you have, then I'm sure you can see my point. You're doing a very good job of describing it, just like you kicked things off with the pizza pot pie. Maybe you're not going into that much detail, but... My other one, go. my there other one for Miles that I was close with, but I thought it was too, um, like it too timely, I guess, was going to be uh, Popeyes with this new chicken sandwich that they came out with, like, because they came out with that chicken sandwich and everyone was like, "Oh my gosh, this is the best thing ever!" And then all of a sudden it was just gone. Everyone's like, "Wait, where's the chicken sandwich?" We, we love that. We want more of it. Where did it go? And that's kind of, I feel like, what happened with Tim Miles. Everyone got all excited that first year, and then all the wins just went away. <laughs> Except now like they're bringing it. the sandwich back, and unfortunately, Tim Miles cannot bring the NCAA tournament back. So, wait, did you get to have the sandwich? You were sounding like you had it from experience. I have not yet. I have not had it. Uh, I was not not going to go uh, and fight off the, the riot at every Popeye's location to get the sandwich. For a fast and food. And it sounds like they're coming back. So maybe, maybe the second time around I will uh, brave it and uh, finally see what all the hype is about. But, you know, I, I, I had Chick-fil-A, and I can't imagine it's much different. But we'll see. We'll see. Get it a shot. All right. So now we arrive at the current basketball coach, Fred Hoiberg. He is not... Yet, well, when this releases, I believe maybe he'll have coached one or two games. But he, he's brand new. That's what we know. Um, give me give me yours for Fred Hoiberg. I want you to go first this time. So, I had a trouble with this one. Uh, the best one that I could come up with was, uh, and it really doesn't have to do with anything new, but uh, Panera. Because it's like, way nicer than anything Nebraska's had. Uh, it's, it's, it's way more expensive. It's way more expensive than anything. Ooh, I like uh, that angle. Get, um, but, you know, you're going to get, like, a real, like, professional, classy, artisan vibe to it, you know, that uh, I think is, uh, like I said, very unique to anything this program has seen. So, um, you know, I didn't want to just lump it in with a burger joint or a place place, something like that. It needed to be its own thing because, Fred Hoiberg is on a different level. And when you consider fast food options, I think that upper tier, uh, you know, regardless of what you think about Panera, I think they're they're in that range. And I, I like that you bring in the more expensive angle too, because Nebraska has yeah. never paid <laughs> kind of the main thing, yeah. yeah, for this kind of a <laughs> basketball coach before. Okay. Uh so I, I went with Burger King. And here's here's why. Burger King is obviously a long-standing chain. It has had proven success, as Fred Hoiberg did at Iowa State. But then it kind of like, I feel like Burger King, 
just kind of like cruised along for a while and like didn't it, it was just kind of there like mcdonald's definitely passed out i feel like wendy's had a moment like a bunch of other fast food restaurants were kind of doing things and burger king was just kind of like we we have the whopper come here and now burger king is like they're starting to get innovative they're coming out with the impossible whopper they're doing tacos which by the way you should never ever eat uh check my twitter if you want any <laughs> proof of that uh they're doing stuff with pretzel buns so like it's they're trying something new and i think that's what fred hoiberg is bringing to lincoln he is trying something very new he's going to shoot a ton of threes he's going to have a roster full of guys that we've never heard of before so that's where i go with fred hoiberg trying a little burger king on there here's a i like that one here's here's a, a consolation one uh a combination pizza hut taco bell you know how they have those around <laughs> oh yeah because fred hoiberg is your pizza hut and doc sadler is your taco bell yeah. there's, a, there's a yin and the yang factor that you know it's like so different you know you can get um your your flashy pizza and also your your standard gorditas uh on defense uh so i, I think that that's there's there's some ways you could go with that and and again, you know, it's it's on a completely different level because it's two fast rest food restaurants in one, and now you have two Nebraska head basketball coaches on the same staff. So, I mean, what more could you want? Look at that. See, this is why I wanted to have you on, Robin. That's that's next level stuff right there. <laughs> Do they even have those anymore? Like, I can't remember the last time I saw. Oh gosh, I, I don't know. I've seen. I think I've seen a. Um. A Taco Bell KFC combo, but I I don't know I I do remember growing up yeah we'd always go to Taco Bell after church on Sundays and yeah there was a Taco Bell pizza but I don't know if those exist anymore. <laughs> anyway, this is great conversation. There you go. <laughs> um, I love it. <laughs> uh, I I want to I do want to ask you one basketball related well it's kind of basketball related question. Be honest with me how yeah. lo- how long did it take you to familiarize yourself with the roster, name spelling, jersey numbers, all that stuff. Because Nebraska essentially has, what, 13 new players this year? Like, I'm not going to know who anyone is for the first five games. I'll be completely honest. Yeah, it's I've got it down for the most part, but there's still times when I'm just looking at a guy and I'm like, what's his name again? And then I have to like <laughs> look it up real quick. And like, oh, yeah, yeah, that guy. Uh, that six-week period – from when Fred took over to when they made the final signing uh, of the recruiting class was a absolute tornado. Like I couldn't even take my dog for a walk because <laughs> I'd be away from my computer and they would get a new commitment. It was unbelievable. Like uh, it was extremely stressful, but really wild. And the fans loved it because basically like if they, they went a day without getting to commit, people would get restless. Right. <laughs> they were waiting for the new, uh, new edition. And so it was crazy. Um, and yeah, they're, I'm still trying to figure these guys out as, as I'm sure the, the coaching staff is, but, uh, the, the good news is that for the most part, outside of, uh, Yvonne Wade-Rogo and Thorier Thorbjarnison, uh, they're relatively easy to spell. So I've got that down. It's all programmed in my, my phone and autocorrect and all that stuff. So um, now we got to see what they actually look like as a basketball team. And uh, I I keep telling people, 
if they can just finish 500 or better, that's a win. I mean, the, their mm-hmm. non-con schedule is super easy, so they should be able to stockpile the win. They're going to have a tough go at it in Big Ten play. So just get around 500 and, you know, have some actual tangible evidence to sell on the recruiting front. I think that's a, a win in year, in year one for Stradwayberg. And you go back to what he did at Iowa State, similar model. They scheduled super easy, got some wins, actually had something to, to show recruits as opposed to just like, you know, off they went in year two. So uh, fingers crossed that that's the same model because, uh, you know, they got a fan base here that's desperate for a winner. Amen to that. All right. Um, so I, I'll get you out of here, Robin. You've been very, uh, very generous with your time, and I appreciate that. I've got <laughs> one question that I like to ask every guest before they leave, and that is I need to get your I Got You restaurant in Nebraska. So this is, you've got your best friend coming in from out of town. You got family coming in from out of town, someone you really care about. And they say, Robin, I'm in town for one day. We need to go out. Like we need to go somewhere awesome in Nebraska, somewhere unique to Nebraska. Like this, I want like the one Nebraska meal that you can serve to me to prove that Nebraska has good restaurants. And you, you look at them and you say, I got you, man. What's your I Got You restaurant? Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to limit it to Lincoln because I, it's not versed enough with Omaha cuisine, and I'm sure there's much better options. Um, in fact, I fairly safely say that. But uh, if we're stuck in Lincoln and there's, they're staying at my house and we're going to go out for one night, like I said, uh, I'm – extremely high on the oven and if they're not into Indian food then I'm probably going to Blue Orchid uh, because I think just from a straight food perspective those are the two best the city has to offer wow okay I that would that is not the answer I was expecting I I love both those places too I'm not saying anything bad about them I just I love that you went in that direction you just didn't say like Misty's or something although I know you I know you wouldn't do that you're more creative yeah that's that's another issue. Is how does Lincoln, Nebraska, not have a better steakhouse than Misty's? Like like a, like a true steakhouse. I know they have uh, single barrel, which I still haven't eaten there yet. I know I've I've heard it's good. Um, they do have a place uh, Tavern 180 way down south. Mm-hmm. I know there's one in Omaha. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the only prime steakhouse in Lincoln. It's kind like, of Misty's is not a prime steakhouse. Yeah, and so like. It's the food I had a steak there and it was really good, but it's like a they don't know what they want to be. Like the restaurant is like a bar, like a big horseshoe bar with a bunch of TV screens. Yeah. And so like we went there. I took my wife there for Valentine's Day, and it was like not the vibe that we were really looking for. Uh huh. So, you know, I was kind of disappointed in that regard. Um, but yeah, I mean, just like you'd think that a place that prides itself on being the the beef state and, and all that stuff would have at least something else to compete with Misty's that, you know, was, was that top of the line steakhouse where football coaches, basketball coaches could take recruits and their families. Like it was kind of that no greater go-to spot. Cause right now they go to Misty's or they go to single barrel. Um, basketball team goes to single barrel a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, football team goes to Misty's a lot. Uh, so I just think they need a better option. And for all this growth going around downtown, you know, by the arena, uh, maybe they could pop to, uh, a legitimate established steakhouse that uh, can provide a little bit more than your, your standard Misty's fare. 
Lincoln restaurateurs, we are sending out the bat signal. Get us a good steakhouse in Lincoln, Nebraska, downtown. <laughs> no offense, Misty's, if you want to sponsor this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Misty's this is, this is fine. Yeah. Like, I like going to the old Havelock one just for like uh, uh, you know, tradition. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to go there all the time as a kid. And it's still really good. It's It seems like it's getting more and more expensive every year, but... Uh, I just like something for one that I didn't have to drive all the way to North Lincoln to go to. Seriously, two that you know would just maybe give it a little, a little step up in quality. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, Robin, you have been awesome. You blew away my expectations. You managed to completely embarrass me within one minute of this, which I <laughs> I'm still just impressed with. And now people will never look at me the same way again, or you. So congratulations. There we go. <laughs> mission accomplished all right thanks a lot robin (laughs) and thank you everyone for listening to another episode of restaurant hopping uh we'll talk to you next week a parkville media production